Welcome everyone to a new episode of Smarketers, a conversation with tech experts using artificial and human intelligence to make smarter decisions. In today's sessions, we're going to focus, of course, on artificial intelligence. 10 questions, one minute answer per question. How are you, Maor? I'm good. How are you, Mariano? Amazing. I'm great. Thank you very much. So the first question, uh, always the same one is, who is Maor? Tell us. It's a really good philosophical question. So, um, yeah, I'm a, so I'm an edtech veteran, almost an old timer, uh, which means I'm uh, 20 years in the industry, but I'm after 2000, not before. You are technically considered an old timer if you are pre 2000 in this industry. Uh, yeah, I grew up in this industry since I was a kid. I absolutely love it. Um, I know it's crazy. Uh, I know that a lot of people do not like it. But I like the scale. I like what I do. Um, I've always been in international media. Up to recently, I was CEO of Applift, a mobile performance marketing company. Sold it. And uh, yeah, many people know that I'm very opinionated around the topic of measurement and attribution. So uh, big surprise. Last year, I co-founded a company called Incremental, uh, which is an incrementality measurement platform. Uh, in Principle is, of course, to help advertisers understand if their marketing activity is actually creating value, taking value from somewhere else, or absolutely has no value whatsoever. That's great. I'm sure in incremental you're working with AI, so you can give us a great definition of what's AI for you. Yeah, uh, so for me, first of all, it's like uh, it's software. I, I consider it as software that uh, is able to learn and improve based on the outcome and the reaction of external factors. That's like in, in essence how I uh, define it. I would say that um, it's really simple to understand when you're thinking of, let's say, autonomous cars, of course. I'm assuming other people use this analogy. It's like if, if the software is able to learn from new scenarios and then when it faces the same scenario again, the software knows what to do that's AI in principle. Great. And from one to 10, how much do you think AI will affect uh, the way in which we do things? So currently, I would say we're at one. We're not at zero, which is good. But I think eventually, now eventually can be, I, I, I actually believe a few decades will be 10. Um, I think so I, saying, now you say we're in one? Yes. Like currently? We're, in one. we're not in zero. Wow. Well, if the scale, again, scale of one to 10, I would say we're at two, okay? okay? But we are very far away from 10, but 10, I think, has like uh, social implications, society implications. And I think that's decades away of also what it would mean, what it would imply, what needs to happen. Things move slow. But uh, to be fair, like, you know, 100 years in the history of mankind is what's like, it's not even a dot. Amazing. And can you mention any other a similar transformation over history, uh, similar to the, the AI transformation that's going to take take us decades. Uh, yeah, there is this. Um, so there is this story. Uh, it starts like this. It says, in the beginning, when God created the heavens and earth, the earth was formless, void and darkness covered the face of the deep. While wind from God swept over the face of waters, then God said, let there be light. I think AI's transformation again, but like I don't know if we'll have like a, you know religious listeners that will now make this podcast very controversial. I think AI is 
basically we let software create eventually and react. Uh, I think that's really like the most significant change. Amazing, amazing. Well, great, great answer. Uh, moving deeper in, in, into marketing, uh, do you use uh, AI nowadays in your day-to-day -day, uh, job or uh, when building incremental? Is it is it out there AI in general? Yeah, of course. Uh, a lot of what we do at Incremental is using AI. Um, I would say, you know, there's two ways. Actually, there's a lot more ways, but there's two main ways for marketers to understand measurement when it comes to incrementality. One way is to do it proactively means um, stop your advertising for a month, wait, then create a baseline and then start reactivating your campaign. That's a proactive method to to do incrementality testing. What we're doing is reactionary. We're basically assuming marketers do changes already. Um, and essentially our system gives them recommendations based on the changes they already do. Now, when a marketer sees an insight from our technology, from our platform, their reaction is an external factor. So it means if they basically tell our system, this insight is BS and I don't believe in it, it's a feedback. Even if it's not the greatest feedback, it's a feedback. Um, now we're basically taking all these external um, inputs or external uh, factors to our scenarios in order to constantly provide better insights. That's how we use the AI. And of course, the more data, the better. I think the same went for the self-driving car. It's like the more scenarios it learns, the better it becomes. So. Personally, I don't use like myself AI in my day to day, at least I don't think so. But um, from what we're doing in the company, yeah, that's like uh, round zero for what we're doing. Amazing. Not only for you, Maura, at Incremental, but for marketers in general, if you, if you think of using it more in the next couple of years, where do you see uh, opportunities for marketers in general to, to implement and to use AI more instead of their intuition, for example? Well, I would say intuition is good, but of course that uh, like there's a lot of automation tools out there where marketers can focus on strategy rather than execution or ants work. So A, I would say for performance optimization in general, um, I would say I would still not take out the marketer because the marketer is the one that is basically accountable. Currently, it's hard to go to your boss and say, well, the AI did it. Uh, we're not there yet. So I would say that to use AI for performance optimization is a very smart idea. I would say where it's not used at the moment yet, and I do see opportunity, is creatives. Um, you know, there's like image recognition is really becoming better, even in video recognition. So like imagine how much data you have out there if you're a marketer. Like some marketers really release dozens of creatives per week. And they're really just using the correlation to understand, you know, what's good, what's bad. Uh, imagine if you could actually harness technology to actually really help you not just understand which one works better, build ones for you. Uh, I would say some technology gaps needs to be closed, but, you know, I already see startups and technology companies, at least with the vision towards that direction. That's right. What are the main blockers uh, when moving to, to AI uh, in the decision-making process or actually with the example you just uh, gave us regarding creatives? You mentioned something at the beginning, but uh, which are the things that are, are making us 
be decades uh, to move forward in the AI implementation? Uh, I think obviously it's like the, the, uh, the biggest blocker to technology has always been us people. Um, it's really hard for us to not trust what we see. And, you know, when we think of the uh, technology and technology at scale, especially when we're talking about advertising, it's scale, it's, uh, you know, uh, millions of impressions, billions of impressions. Uh, uh, it's actually important for us to be able to, like, not trust our eyes when we think we know something. So that's usually the biggest blocker. Um, it's letting go, letting go and uh, letting AI do what it does best or letting technology do what it does best at scale. Um, yeah, that's usually the biggest blocker um, that I really see. Um, and, and there's a certain gap there, but I think it's being closed slowly and slowly. Like, you know, marketers are more product people nowadays. Marketers are more analytics people nowadays. and. And again, an analytics person is not about reading a report and knowing what to do from it or knowing how to do an Excel. Uh, it's to know that you need to um, have clean data, trust your data, and let the data do the work for you, even if there are outliers. Like outliers don't really mean that much in the grand scheme of things. And do you think uh, people are afraid of being replaced by AI, and that that's why we are blockers, or, or we're not there yet? I don't think it's a. I don't think the fear is to be replaced. Um, I, I think it's more again the, the trusting of what you see or what you think you see. Uh, you know, you see um, you see correlation, and you confuse that with causality. That's often. I would say it's like if someone could replace me tomorrow with an AI, I would say bring it. Like awesome. Uh, because, and this, I think what I was trying to touch earlier on, it's like, this is why I'm saying like AI currently is today at maybe two or one out of 10. A 10 would mean that we don't actually need to work. A 10 would mean universal uh, basic income. A 10 would mean that all jobs can be replaced by a machine, okay? Maybe the human element remains strategy, but maybe even strategy, maybe even creativity could be theoretically replaced. So that future, which is generations away, you know, we're focusing on uh, personal development and self-fulfillment, but maybe like, uh, you know, 10 uh, generations from now, all jobs are replaced. I'm, I'm a big sci-fi fan, as you could maybe imagine. Yeah, of course. And, and which are the things you do not support uh, from AI being uh, applied in marketing and in general? Like things that you say, like, I think here uh, humans uh, need to like retain uh, the, their ex execution of, of those things or, or, or nothing at all. Execution, I think, is uh, redundant. Execution can really be replaced most of the time by machines. Uh, but when it comes to decision making plus uh, scam or fraud, um, you know, if you if you completely eliminate uh, the human from asking questions right now, uh, from monitoring, observing, auditing, uh, you're going to end up in <laughs> a lot of catastrophes. And I would say. Same as, you know, there used to be like, a, yeah, I don't know, like very simple forms of ad fraud out there. It is also getting quite sophisticated, assuming that some marketers simply stop managing campaigns. Uh, it does give smart fraudsters opportunities as well. So again, I would say the human element 
needs to be there, not just dictating strategy, but also auditing and challenging the machine. And again, this is where AI is very useful because it can get better the more inputs you provide it with. Makes sense. And and well, you're you're a builder. Uh, I know you're you're building a, a company. Uh, but if you could give a marketer a suggestion, uh, either buying or building uh, in-house the technology related to AI, what's your suggestion here? So buying or building for sure, I would say wherever, whatever you can not build for yourself and license, license. Um, don't waste your time on something that is not your core business. But I would say like when it comes to AI in general, so like people consider it as a techie term and many people just shut down once you tell them a techie term if they are not engineers themselves when you think of ai think of an employee you're a manager you have a team now ai is like a member of your team that you can delegate stuff to okay if you have a really really good team member and you can delegate more stuff to them you're actually doing a fantastic job as a manager the more like the better your employees do your the better your team does the better you are doing as a manager so don't think of ai as something that could replace you think of it as something that empowers you and um, i would say even if you're not managing a team the fact that you're managing technologies that can actually do stuff for you and you can delegate stuff for them maybe put aside the term ai if it scares you too much i used to say the same for companies who did stuff on the blockchain so you know, like certain people heard blockchain, boom, their brain shuts down because they're like too complicated. I don't get it. Leave it aside. You don't need to think of the underlying technology. You don't need to understand it. And you don't need to be afraid that it's so sophisticated. This is not like, um, what is it? Uh, forgot the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie with Skynet. No, it's... The Terminator, no. Terminator, yeah. Uh. So again, this is not the concern. We are not there. Um, but I'm saying really like the, the point is like, think of it as just another employee, a very smart employee. Because what, what is AI, okay? It's artificial intelligence. Intelligence is the ability to learn, okay? That's what AI is. Is something that is able to learn as it goes from external factors, from external scenarios. So... That's that. That's, that's great. Actually, the, the definition I always uh, like using is uh, prediction machines. Well, I, I read the uh, predictive machines book, and I think it's super uh, like simple how we express how like machines are helping us make uh, decisions and, and do our work. Uh, so I think it's, it's the art of predicting uh, a lot better than humans to afterwards making decisions. Uh, or it was great having you in the show. Any final thoughts you're willing to share with the with the audience in general? If you could give us uh, an advice on how to uh, move forward faster on which things we should be doing to to take the most out of AI. Yeah, you know, AI has been starting to become a bit more popular in medicine as well. Diagnostics, for example, which is like. Again, if someone is afraid of AI, they would be like, oh my God, my doctor will be replaced, which is probably one of the last positions or jobs that you've ever thought. But again, if you just understand what AI is, it's about taking 
in enormous sets of data, processing it and learning, literally learning from new scenarios it meets. So I would say that at the end, it's nothing to be afraid of. It's something to accept, adopt. Um, people do not need to understand the depths of AI in order to just accept it as something that they use on a day-to-day. Same as again, as a manager, you don't need to always have the same knowledge or better knowledge than all your employees. You are lucky if you have an employee that actually is smarter than you. Most managers would admit to that. That's great. Well, actually, we're all using uh, uh, Google Maps or Waze uh, to go from one place to the other. We have no idea that it's full of AI uh, and where my, my mom uses. So um, it makes... Uh, total sense. So thank you very much for joining us today, Mauro, and I hope you can we can have you uh, again in the future. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Mariano. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi, hope you're enjoying Smarketers. If you'd like to learn more about how you can use AI to scale your marketing decisions, join us on winclub.com slash blog.